Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in in what part of the country? Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Uh, the show that follows, one of the best programs that follows, <laughs> the best program you could ever listen to, which is Run to Win with Daryl Wood. How could you afford to miss it? You get updated on all the things that television and the radio programs don't tell you on Run to Win. Daryl Wood, he leaves no stone unturned. What a program. And I'm glad to follow him here on Bible Talk. The number to call if you have any questions about the Bible, any questions about the Word of God at all, is area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Uh, And why don't you guys call early in the program instead of late? Last 30 minutes, you're calling off the hook. And when we start out, you guys are slow. Don't be slow. Pack the phone lines with questions that you have about the Bible, about the Word of God. They are welcome here. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Once again, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. And just to get you started, just to get you started, let me... Uh, start some controversy. It might not be controversial, but hey, it might. Over in Isaiah chapter 53. All right, go straight to the Bible and give a Bible challenge to you. And Isaiah 53 and verse 5. Okay, well, we re- we'll read into it. Let's go uh, read into it at verse 3. Isaiah chapter 53 and verse 3. Here's what the scripture says. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. Verse 5 is my key verse, which says, All, I'm sorry, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Okay, hear that? 
That's the key verse. All of them are good, and you need them to help interpret this. But when it says, once again, at Isaiah 53 and 5, But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by or with his stripes we are healed. My question is simply this. Does this verse teach that healing is in the atonement? And what does it mean, by his stripes we are healed? Let's kick that around for about 20 minutes. That's the question on the table. Of course, that doesn't stop you from asking another question of your very own about any biblical subject that is on your mind. But what about where it says, by his stripes are that we are healed? What does that mean? All right? Right? All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone from our own way. And the Lord hath laid on him the iniquities of us all. Right? Uh, And, of course, our key one. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. Is healing in the atonement? And what does that mean? Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Here's a guy, Floyd. He took my advice. He called in at the beginning of the program, and we are ready to go to Sterling Heights and talk to him. Hello, Floyd. Hi, Pastor. I didn't waste any time. Here I am. (laughs) Thank you very much. Yes, sir. Uh, In my uh, opinion, that that, uh, those uh, scriptures that you read have nothing to do with physical healing. They have to do with spiritual healing. Having sins forgiven through faith in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. As simple as that. Okay, so as simple as that, as far as you are concerned, those scriptures have nothing to do with uh, with physical healing at all. They have to do with uh, salvation, spiritual salvation. or uh, Right? Yes. That's what you're saying? Yes, sir. All right. Yes, well, sir. if that is so, Floyd, all right, if that is so, then what you need to do is help me with Matthew chapter 8. Over in Matthew chapter 8, where it says, and starting at verse 13, And he touched her hand. This was a woman who had fever. And the fever left her, and she arose and ministered unto them. Then verse 16, When the even was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils, and he cast out the spirits with his word, and healed all that were sick. Now, verse 17, Floyd, says this, That it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, He himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. Literally quoting from Isaiah 53 that we just read. Seems like Jesus is hooking that uh, Isaiah passage to infirmities. What do you say? I would say it does not. Isaiah is Old Testament. The, uh, the passages that you read are deal with one topic, that is spiritual healing, forgiveness. But but then why then, when we see, then all you have to do is explain to me, because in other words, one thing that has to happen, Floyd, is that the scriptures have to be in agreement. It says here in Matthew 8, 17, now remember, first we see the person was sick, the person was healed, okay? She was sick with a fever. That's not a spiritual thing, that's a physical thing, right? Then it says that when the healing took place, it says in verse 17, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, that's Isaiah 53, saying himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. So I would say that in the New, the New Testament, the New Covenant, that uh, yes, 
Jesus does want us to turn to him for uh, for uh, spiritual healing and physical healing. Mm-hmm. But the but the Isaiah passage, standing alone in Isaiah, in my opinion, deals with the spiritual healing, the forgiveness of sins, and then in Jesus' ministry when he was walking the earth, he uh, he did the uh, he his ministry was to get people to have faith in him as Lord and Savior, and along the way to prove that, to prove that he was the Messiah, he did one type of miracle after another, including physical healing. Yeah, but he said, so, he said when he did that, I've got you, but verse 17 says that it might be fulfilled. He was fulfilling what uh, Isaiah said, not to say that spiritual healing is out of the question here, but he says it's, it's fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet saying, himself took our infirmities and our sicknesses. And that was after he had did uh, physical healing of someone with a fever. Now, is it saying that, uh, is it referring back to Isaiah 53? Absolutely. Or Isaiah, the whole book? No, Isaiah 53. <laughs> That's what it says. So you see, Floyd, not, not to say that you're wrong. I can't say that. Well, we'll see later. <laughs> but all I'm saying is okay. that this very scripture uh, that you're saying deals only with the spiritual salvation aspect of it. Jesus healed someone sick with a physical ailment, sick of a fever, touched her hand, all yes. that. The fever left her. That's not something that happens after you sin necessarily. That's from sickness. And then quotes Isaiah 53 as a fulfillment of it. Think about it, Floyd. That's all I want you to do, man. All right. And, keep, and then keep listening because we do have an answer. Okay. All right. I want to thank him. Well, he's a brave guy. He threw himself into the frame. Now, notice what happens is that uh, in any interpretation of theology, we have to apply what is called the analogy of faith. What does that mean? Scriptures interpret scriptures. That's what systematic theology is all about, Uh, that every one scripture impacts upon another scripture, and all of them have to be in agreement for a certain thing to be true. Now, I'm not denying, okay, now he, and Floyd, he brought in some good stuff. I'm not denying that spiritual salvation is not uh, obtained in Jesus' message. And Isaiah 53, definitely, it's talking about that. But it also is talking about seemingly sickness as well. So my question is still on the table, okay? Is healing in the atonement, yes or no? Is healing in the atonement, yes or no? Wow, what a question. Can you tackle it? We thank Floyd for calling. You can call as well. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Just going to deal with this gem of a question for about, oh, 20 minutes. So if you want to... Call about it. Call in right now. Looking at it, you might want to, as many of you can do, just ignore my stuff altogether. That won't make me mad. Long as you're talking on this program, I'm happy. So is Marcus. He's overjoyed, aren't you, Marcus? Aren't you happy, Marcus? Don't you have anything to say? You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. <laughs> you can't. Well, that's what we want. We want the truth. Marcus says you can't handle the truth. I think you can. That brother I just talked to, Floyd, he sounds like a very reasonable individual. Notice, and and, and to his credit, 
Okay, once you see a scripture, he looks like he's saying, well, I believe this all the time, but let me think about this. Might be something more to it. That's the mark of a person who really wants to know what the Bible says, even though what it says might not uh, be something that you fully necessarily understood. Hey, that's the name of the game. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Now look, we're looking at Isaiah 53, a passage that is used to say not only that healing is in the atonement. Now let's get this uh, right in terms of what we've heard uh, in the church today. Uh, it's not only, Isaiah 53 is not only uh, used uh, by some to teach that healing is in the atonement. Some go further than that. Yes, they do. Oh, yes, they do. Uh, in the positive confession and word faith circles, some of them say that healing, your physical healing on the planet is guaranteed by Isaiah 53 and 5. By his stri- stripes you're healed. And if you're not healed, it's because you don't believe in what Isaiah 53 and 5 is talking about. Okay? It's guaranteed. Your healing is guaranteed. And their argument is that your healing is guaranteed in the atonement, just like your spiritual salvation is guaranteed in the atonement. There's some that go that far. Are they right? Are they wrong? Man. That's what this first 30 minutes is about. So if you want to get in with it, call now. This one is going to be answered at 630, at least with my interpretation. I want to hear yours now. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Let's go to Chris in Madison Heights. How you doing? Hello. Hello. Hi, hi. How are you? Good. You're on the air. Good to have you. Oh, thanks for having me. I've been enjoying a lot of your lessons. And, Thank you. Um, this is very interesting right here. Okay. So I just wanted to get a little clarity or I just have a little questions about it. Or there you go. That's the first place not. to start. Always get clarity. Oh, you're a thinker. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. From my understanding... As far as today, we're under grace. Wouldn't the atonement been the blood of the sacrifice of Christ on the cross? Uh, well, absolutely. So healing wouldn't be an operation today? Uh, in terms of uh, healing wouldn't be an operation today? Yes. Is that well, the thing is, were there people healed in the Old Testament? Yes. Okay, so if they were healed in the Old Testament, and it was operational then, then I'm sure, okay. you know, we would know that God can heal today just like he healed back then. Okay. But but go on. What else do you have? Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I wanted to get a clarity of your question. Well, here it is. Here's the question. If okay, we look at Isaiah mm-hmm. 53, where it says, by okay. his stripes we're healed. Does that mean right. that healing is guaranteed in the atonement? That all you've got to say, well, by his stripes I'm healed, and I mean your fever goes, your, you know, you quit limping, all that. Well, I would say, yeah, because that would mean it's based on faith. It's based on faith, okay? Yeah, you say, right. You're saying if you believe in that by his stripes you are healed, you would be healed. Correct? Okay, so then any Christian, all right, okay. who says that is going to be healed of whatever infirmity they have? Wow, see, that's a good question. <laughs> that, that's the question. That's the question. I got to listen at 630. <laughs> <laughs> well, very humble and wise person you are. So you do just Thank that, you. Chris, and thanks for calling. Appreciate it. There you go. We got some thinkers out there. See, and I love that. 
Because you can't be too quick answering questions. Why? You've got to have the Bible to back it up. Okay? And as long as you recognize that, you're, you're doing well. Okay? Uh, we've got to dig it out. Okay? And uh, we're going to dig it out in uh, just a few minutes, so you, you definitely want to hang on to hear the conclusion of this. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss, all of you being obedient and calling in uh, very early on the program. I appreciate that very much. We've got Jenny, we've got Douglas. Boy, Douglas, I haven't heard from him in a long time. And we're going to talk to Jenny from Brownstown first. Hello, Jenny. Hey, Pastor Moss. How you doing, huh, darling? I'm okay. How are you? Good. Okay, what okay. you... Okay. Huh? In, in the New Testament, in the Gospels, did Jesus, did Jesus heal everybody that came along? No. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. We have times when there were some who were not healed. That's but but any, anyone but really there's a place that talks about it but that was over in Mark six where the reason they weren't healed was because of their unbelief. Other than well, that, that could possibly be. But um, I I've been a Christian since 1980 and I believe. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I I have been blind since birth, and if I was going to be healed by. Um, getting saved, I would have been healed. Okay. And when I was nine years old, a nice lady that, a friend of mine, her mother used to listen to Oral Robertson. She used to pray that I would get healed. And even at nine years old, not as a Christian yet, Uh I had the common sense to know that that might not happen. Okay. Okay. In other words, so what you're saying is that definitely a person can be healed if God desires to heal them. But it's right, not, if he does not, he's sovereign. Even though it says, by his stripes we're healed, it doesn't guarantee you healing. Is what you're saying. No, sir, but that's what the name it and claim it people think. Well, And you know mm-hmm. what? A lot of people get burned that way. They do. They do. You're right. Uh, and that's why we have to be very wary of that movement. A lot of people <laughs> are in it uh, because it just sounds so good. Uh, but definitely, uh, you and I know, First John five fourteen, God answers prayers uh, only according to His will. Now, I want to tell you this though. That's correct. I want to tell you this though, Jane. That might it doesn't mean that healing is not in the atonement, but it just maybe means something else. Now, one thing for sure, and uh, you've already got it. I don't have to tell you this, but I can uh, add to your evidence. You use yourself. Okay. Let's, let's use a famous biblical person. Second Corinthians chapter twelve. <coughs> Guess what? Paul had an infirmity. That Jesus right. did not heal him he, from. That's correct. He asked three times. Absolutely. For the Lord to heal him. And the Lord said, in your weakness, you are strong. Girl, you preaching. I, I, I got it right here. Second Corinthians 12 and 7, where Paul, he prayed about it. You're exactly right. He asked, uh, 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 I think, three times for this to happen to him. Verse 7. Right. And, uh, and God didn't choose to heal him because by that thorn in the flesh, it made him humble. Let me read it, Jenny. You just want to preach. Look at you. <laughs> but you're right here in Second Corinthians 12 and 7 and least I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelation he'd been taken to heaven saw revelations of heaven God gave him this infirmity to keep him from being proud 
And least I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelations that was given to me a thorn in the flesh. So we know it was something physical. The messenger of Satan to buffet me, least I should be exalted above measure, just as Job was allowed to test and buffet Job with disease, Satan was. The same thing happened here, similar to Paul. Then at verse 8, he tells us, For this thing I besought the Lord thrice, that it might depart from me. Three times he prayed. And then Jesus gave him, him, him an answer. Can't say that Jesus didn't answer him. He did. And Jesus told him, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, here's what Paul said, uh, Jenny, that we don't find him saying in the, in the positive confession in word faith circles. He said, Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities. Wow, are you kidding me? That the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses. <laughs> for Christ's sake, for when I'm weak, then I am strong. That absolutely blows away all that. You name it, you claim it, you get it, you got it. You, ugh. Yeah, see, I knew where you are coming from because um, I, I know you, and so I know where you were coming from. Well, all right, but I still need some help with that because that's some strong language. By his stripes, we're healed. Uh, is healing in the atonement? Well, and I'm going to tell you, Jenny, uh, in just a few minutes, people will be surprised at my answer. They're going to, when I give the answer, including you, everyone's going, oh, okay. <laughs> but you'll see uh, how the Bible will support this answer. Jenny, thank you for calling. You need to call okay. more often on the Bible Talk program. I told her this. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. We'll be right back. Hello, friends. This is Tom Kitterman, host of Mornings with Meaning, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us at 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap Listen, choose News Talk, and scroll down to Faith Talk Detroit. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. Good morning, America. Or is it? If you're one of the millions of Americans who did not sleep well last night, it's probably a pretty average morning. But listen up, you sleep-deprived people. There's good news. A breakthrough sleep solution called Pronto Sleep. And when we say pronto, we mean pronto. Pronto Sleep gently opens your nose to focus breathing and help you relax and fall asleep. And the built-in scent diffuser delivers a blend of four pure essential oils to help you stay asleep naturally. And then Pronto replenishes the oils ready for the next night. Too easy, eh? And in trials, 84% of people with trouble sleeping found Pronto helped them fall asleep and 74% found it helped them stay asleep. So make every morning a... Good morning, America. With Pronto Sleep, available now at select Walgreens, Amazon or at prontosleep.com. Pronto Sleep from RhinoMed, bringing you advanced nasal therapies. Hello, I'm Alistair Begg, and I'll be joining the team at Salem Media Group in the summer of 2020 on a scenic cruise to Alaska. I'd like to extend a warm invitation to you to join us. I've been before, and Alaska is a spectacular place where God's design and His majesty are constantly on display. Glaciers, mountains, and untamed wildlife. If you've ever contemplated exploring this inspiring frontier... Now is your opportunity, especially as we will enjoy all of these wonders from the comfort of our first-class cruise ship. 
The week will be filled with more than just awe-inspiring landscapes and quaint seaside ports, as Laura's story leads us in our worship and as we turn to God's Word as a compass for our time together. For more information and to book your trip today, visit faithtalkdetroit.com and search keyword Alaska. They say the best is yet to come. But to help make that true for your retirement, you need a plan. Start by tuning in to the Barnett Financial Hour with Rick Barnett every Saturday at 1. Rick helps simplify the retirement planning process. No technical terms or calculations, no product pushing, just the information you need for retirement. Don't miss the Barnett Financial Hour with Rick Barnett of Barnett Financial and Tax every Saturday at 1. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward, how much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, then go out and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that, and that ain't you. You're better than that. That's right. We're not cowards. We're servants of Jesus Christ. <laughs> yes, we need a little instruction coming here from Rocky. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 is healing in the atonement. Okay, uh, That's the question. Another one is healing guaranteed in the atonement. Wow. Let's go to Douglas in Dearborn Heights. Douglas, I haven't heard from you in a while. Where you been, brother? No, they've been keeping me on lockdown, Pastor. Now, you know good and well, if you stop listening to the Bible Talk program, your mind begins to to, to, to kind of lose all that biblical theology knowledge you got. You got to keep up with us, brother. Well, I'll, I'll just add to that. <laughs> neglect <laughs> neglect your daily Bible time and see how fast that happens. That's right. Too. You're right. Go quick. What, what have you got for us today? Good to hear your voice. Good to hear you, Pastor. Uh you guys, you basically have covered it already. Uh, uh, healing is absolutely uh, made provision for in in the atonement, but as the one caller already said in Isaiah, that's primarily talking about <clears throat> our our soul healing. Uh-huh. Yes, it is covered, but the the mistake that the faith people make uh, when you don't get healed, it's your fault because you don't have enough faith. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I think that that's very dangerous, you know, that can be discouraging to people because people may believe that. And that's, I think Jenny just said, you know, God's sovereign. He's, he's <laughs> going to do what he will. And I'll, I'll refer you to Second uh, Timothy. Oh, boy, where is it at here? I just had I think I know which one you're talking about. I uh, know you know. Uh, I believe the man's name is Miletus. Yeah, Second Timothy and, four. And Paul, I believe where Paul you're going. He, Paul says. Paul says I left him there sick. Well, okay, it's uh, yeah. Second Timothy the fourth chapter verse twenty. Yeah. Uh, Erastus <laughs> remained at Corinth, but Tr- Tropimus I left sick at Miletus. Well, why did Paul leave him sick there? 
Paul didn't have enough faith. Well, yeah, I guess he didn't say, do you believe in by his stripes he's healed? You're exactly right, right? Where he says in verse 20, Erastus abode at Corinth, but Trophimus have I left at Miletum sick. So it's very clear Mm -hmm. if healing was guaranteed in the atonement, then uh, it should have been applied here. Now, I'll tell you this. I do believe that healing is in the atonement. But I Absolutely. don't believe that it's guaranteed, like, you know, they want to say in about a positive confession movement. We know that for a number of other reasons, too, Douglas, as you pointed out. But in Hebrews nine twenty seven, we know something's going to take yeah. you out of here because it says it's appointed yeah. under man once to die. And that's in Hebrews chapter uh, 9, verse 27. And then after that, the judgment. So definitely uh, healing is in it, but that does not mean or guarantee that we are all going to be healed just because we confess it or we name it and claim it. So you, I was going to. Yeah, go ahead, oh, I'm buddy. Sorry. No, go ahead. No, I was, was going to say I was going to take you to Hebrews nine two uh, nine as well. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Based on what the first caller said, and, and either make a statement, ask the question. Matthew eight isn't that's still in the old covenant? Uh, correct. I know it's found in the New Testament, but according to Hebrews nine. Uh, 16 for where a covenant is there must have well what happens is based on saying when jesus healed it was in conformity to isaiah 53 but still that doesn't mean it the, the passage doesn't mean that everybody's going to get healed because healing is in the atonement in other words we know one thing right. that the curse that was brought into the world by adam and eve will not be uh, uh, lifted until we're in the new heavens and the new earth uh, that okay. is why it says. I understand that, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just asking: isn't 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 that still isn't I isn't Matthew eight still considered the old covenant because Jesus hasn't hadn't died yet? Right. I would say technically we would say that his death is what brought, brought us all right. What, but still yeah, here. Make, but still, the, okay. the truth is, when he healed, when Jesus healed, he said that that, that was because of of him. That came from the salvation, his salvation work. And he right. appealed to Isaiah 53. Right. I understand that. But definitely, it's guaranteed in there. We're going to get it. But the bottom line is, as long as you're in these bodies, you're not fully healed anyway, right? Right. Revelation exactly. chapter 22, uh, verse 3, uh, tells us when really all of Isaiah 53 will be fulfilled, where it says, And there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God mm-hmm. and of the Lamb shall be in it. And his servants shall serve him. How can you use Isaiah 53 to say that all sickness will be gone when we know it won't be gone until we're in heaven with Jesus Christ in the new heavens and the new earth and all curses are gone like it says in Revelation 22. So healing is there, but the ultimate healing is what it's ultimately talking about. There's healings along the way, but well, even after you're healed, in these, if you're still in these bodies, you still have a sick machine you're running around in. Well, to answer your to answer that question, you you can you can say it by just saying it the right way and getting the crowd all excited. That's right. That's, that's how you can say it. That's how you can, and they'll believe it. And uh, despite what they see in their body, and then it does mess people up. It messes up their faith. Absolutely. Thank you, Douglas. A horrible teaching. Thank you, Pastor. You're so refreshing. I haven't heard from you in so long. I, I want to hear more. So you call us back when you get a chance. Don't ever get too busy to talk on Bible talk. Right. So, yes, I do believe that healing is in the atonement. But that does not mean that when you pray, you're going to be healed, quoting from Isaiah 53, because it, the ultimate guarantee there is that you will have new bodies like Jesus. He will heal if it's according to his will. But God answers prayers only according to his will. 
That's very clear in the text. Go to Judith Belleville. How you doing, Judith? Hi, Pastor Miles. How are you? Really good. How are you? I'm good. Happy New Year. Well, same to you. Very good um, 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 topic today. Um, very, very interesting. Well, we're starting a new topic. Do you have anything you want to say on the old one? I'm about to hit you with the new one. Oh, yes, ma'am. You called at the right time, Judith. I hope all of Belleville is listening to see how well you're about to do. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I, I was going to confirm that, um, yes, of what you were saying about the, the healing. You know, people always think that it's guaranteed, but it's not. If you say, look at Paul and all the others. Yeah. If you look at um, Lazarus, um, he, uh, he died of something. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure... The, the worst thing to do is to have a church and people who won't go to the Bible to find answers and just believe what they're told because it sounds good. And that's exactly the, uh, uh, the, the way we're, it's being done in the church now. We're moving in that direction. Uh, but uh, thank you for that one. But I've got some other fish for you to fry. Uh, Judith, can I give you my fish? Okay, go ahead. Okay, here's my fish for you. It comes out of John chapter 20, verse 17. All right? Here's what it says. Uh, and we'll read into it two verses. Jesus saith unto her, Mary. Okay, this is after his resurrection. She turned herself and says unto him, Rebonai, which is to say, Master. Verse 17. Jesus says unto her, Touch me not, for I am not yet ascended to my father, but go to my brethren and say unto them, I ascend unto my God and your father, and to my God and your God. Once again, verse 17. John twenty seventeen, Jesus says unto her, Touch me not, for I am not yet ascended to my Father, but go to my brethren, and say unto them, I ascend unto my Father, and your Father, and to my God, and your God. Now, the only question, simple question I've got for you, Judith, from Belleville, just one simple question. Why did Jesus say, Touch me not? Um, hmm. And that's all I always thought about that. Because, you know, in some other scriptures, she touched him. But anyway, I think uh, for me, just my thoughts, um, I think um, she, he told her not to touch him because he was that pure sacrifice. Oh. He didn't want to be cor- he didn't want to be corrupted. He had to ascend to heaven to present himself as a living sacrifice, a pure sacrifice to God, um, um, so that God, you know, so that. Um, we could be forgiven for our sins, you know, because he took on ours so that he could present it to God so God can pass the judgment. So so you're saying, you're saying if she had touched him after his resurrection, that that would have messed up his glory or something? Well, I'm, I'm thinking, um, to, I'm thinking it might corrupt the sacrifice. Uh, why, why would it do? Is there anything in the Bible that says that uh, if someone had uh, touched him, it would have corrupted his sacrifice? But I, you know, I think you know, like when they, they kill the um, the atoning sacrifice, and they put their their hand on their, their the head of the animal. Yeah, but they touched that, the animals though. They were touching them though. Yeah, they touched it, and and that was to take on what's the word? They were the animal was the substitute, so they were for their sins. Yeah, putting their sins onto that animal. Uh-huh. So perhaps maybe her sin will go on to him. But I'm not. I'm not sure. I mean, okay. it's not biblical. <laughs> Well, in other words, what you're saying is you gave us uh, theologically what you believe, but you don't have biblical evidence necessarily to support it. Correct. All right. Well, good. Correct. Keep listening and see how, how you did. Okay. 
Thank you okay. for calling, Judith. Appreciate that call. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Tim, Angela, hang on. We'll be right back. Hello, friends. This is Evangelist Anita Campbell, host of Bible Talk. I've got some exciting news now. In addition to listening to us on 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. In the Bible, Jesus says when we care for the least of these, it's like we're caring for him. But who are the least of these? They're moms, like Beatrice, living in Guatemala, where more than half the people live in extreme poverty, where 8 out of 10 children are chronically malnourished. When you pray for your children, what do you pray for them? She prays that God help her to give them at least one more day of food. So it's a daily prayer. When you partner with Food for the Poor, you bring food, water, hope, and love. Your compassion answers the prayers of moms like Beatrice. For a little less than a dollar a day, you can bring hope and love in the form of food for a year and water for life through Food for the Poor. You can make your life-saving gift now. Call 855-849-4673. 855-849-HOPE. 855-849-HOPE. Or click the Food for the Poor banner at faithtalkdetroit.com. With PatriotSoftware.com, accounting and payroll, keep your time and money. Mike Chappell here, serial entrepreneur. Doing payroll is no longer a headache for our customer, Jeff. I've used various payroll providers in the past, and none can hold a candle to Patriot Software. Their software is ridiculously easy to use. The support staff is knowledgeable and courteous. I am very excited that Patriot Software files my tax forms for me, not just providing the forms like other payroll companies do. As a business owner, managing payroll has been a long-time headache that I no longer struggle with thanks to Patriot Software. I definitely rate your company five out of five stars. Go to PatriotSoftware.com to get your payroll pricing for up to 100 employees. Use promo code RADIO and get two months of payroll processing free. That's PatriotSoftware.com. PatriotSoftware.com. Accounting and payroll. Keep your time and money. Hi, this is Greg Bryant, General Sales Manager for Salem Media Group Detroit. If you're listening to my voice right now, you're a listener to either Faith Talk Detroit or The Patriot Detroit. If you love one of these stations and you have experience in outside sales, we'd love to talk to you. Call me directly to inquire how Salem Media might provide an opportunity that's right. Call Greg Bryant at 248-581-1221. That's 248-581-1221 to learn more about our available positions. If you love us, come join us and make a career move that's right for you.
that number to call, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss, the program that is dedicated to turning you into a, a Bible answer man or a Bible answer woman, to go to the Bible and get all the answers for your questions that we possibly can on the Bible Talk program. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. We're going to go to uh, uh, Tim in Sterling Heights, see what's on his mind. Hello, Tim. Hey, how are you, Pastor? Great. How are you? Good. Well, going to your first channel uh, discussion, uh-huh. just real quick. I'm thinking that the healing in the atonement he was talking about was because of the atonement, the strikes that heal you are, are my price for your eternal life when you accept me as you. Well, so that's well, the healing he's talking about. Well, he's not I talking he- about healing a cut. <laughs> you say he's not talking about healing what? A cut or a disease or something, well, I believe. Well, I don't know. The only problem is that when Jesus healed, all right, in Matthew chapter 8, and we looked at this, when he healed, uh, and what he healed was a fever. A person who was sick of a fever, it was uh, Peter's mother-in-law, she was healed, and she was sick right. of a fever, okay? Uh, and he touched her uh-huh. hand, and the fever left her. That wasn't spiritual. That was physical. Well, okay, then after that, after he did that, then he says... Uh, uh, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, he himself took our infirmities, in other words, it means, uh, and our sicknesses. So it looks like both sickness, and I'm not denying the spiritual, definitely his, uh, by his stripes, Jesus' death on the cross, we obtain our eternal salvation. But there he quoted it also covering uh, sickness. It's undeniable uh, in the text. Yeah. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? I'm just telling you what the text says. So what happens, remember, when uh, a person gives you a biblical text that seems to go contrary to what you're thinking, at least you've got to at least explain it as to why it doesn't, because it sure seems like it was. Nobody's saying that what you said is not true, but also it must be true, too, that everything good we get now as Christians is basically coming through the atonement. Yeah. Uh, but definitely, this does not. Uh, ha- you should not believe people who use Isaiah fifty-three like some kind of magic quote. By his stripes, I'm healed, so I'm healed. It's not like that. This is ultimately yes, it does apply to now, but ultimately, it's talking about the ultimate healing. Right. All right. That's true. Um, yeah, I'm going to slip. You're you're right. I'm going to look at that a little deeper. Um, <clears throat> the second one that you, the brand new one you just came out with. Uh huh. Don't touch me. I believe it said because I've not yet gone completed my. I've not yet gone to heaven. I've not yet completed my. Um, okay, when he said touch, oh, in other words, to touch me not, and, and so what is the touch meaning? Touch me of? not. Uh huh. It means touch me not because I'm not yet ascended to heaven. Well, what he said was, yeah. In 17, in John twenty seventeen, that's our verse, Jesus saith unto her, Touch me not, for I am not yet ascended to my Father, but go to my brethren, right. and say unto them, I ascend unto my Father and your Father, and to my God and your God. But the question is, why did right. he say that? Why did he say, don't touch me, because I haven't ascended to the Father? Well, I'm guessing because he was ascending to the Father in complete purity. Oh, so if she had touched him, he would have been impure? Yeah, and he was, he was still in spirit form at that point. Uh, at this, fo- at this form, was he, what do you mean he was in spirit form? What kind of spirit form was he in? <clears throat> well, the glorified body. The glorified body? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so he couldn't be touched in that body? 
Not yet. All right, but now what you say is good, but can we find, can you find me any scripture to back that up? Because this one just says, touch me not. He doesn't explain, don't touch me. I'm in my glorified body. If you touch me, it it doesn't say that in the text. Okay. You see what I'm, I'm saying? Okay, well, listen, that's but what we all do. Uh, but what that does is it drives us to study. What you're doing is exactly right. You come up with an explanation. Then hermeneutically, you try to get the biblical evidence to support it. Nothing right. is wrong with your search. Keep listening and see if we can help you with it. I appreciate it, Tim. Okay. All right. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Actually, looking at two verses that demand a lot of hermeneutical principles to be applied to them. And boy, is this fun. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Let's go to Angela, Phil, Barbara, hang on. Going to get to you as soon as we can. Angela? How you doing? Angela, I know you'd like, like to ask five questions. I'm only giving you one. Oh, okay, okay. Well, <laughs> I was listening to this radio station next door. And it's called AM 1340. This is like a Detroit gospel station. Uh-huh. I guess the, the station, this, um, the guy is on phone. It's a pastor, I think. So it's called Day Spring Baptist Church. Okay. You ever heard of that? I've heard of it, yes. Well, he, yeah, well, he's kind of liberal, of course. He, he, was, he got through trash and Trump. But he was saying next week, he was saying that how people in this country are not taking it serious, that they don't care that next week you could have a new president, like nobody seems to care. And that's true, next week we could have a new president. What, what will happen to him? Will he go to jail, you think? Or should we pray for him? I mean, what will happen? Well, I think that we should pray for everybody. You know, we pray for uh, mm-hmm. our presidents, whoever it is. I de- definitely I don't think we should uh, pray for any. Uh, uh, positions that any of our politicians think that is wrong. Uh, but mm-hmm. in terms of it, uh, pretty much if you look at the record of Donald Trump, uh, this impeachment thing, I don't uh, know how. In other words, I don't believe it's as justifiable <laughs> as some may. Uh, but in terms of right. what he's done as mm-hmm. a president, he's done some pretty he's done some pretty good things, hasn't he? He stood up for religious yeah, freedom. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so he's done that. The economy is doing well. Uh, so I don't see anything uh, 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 evil necessarily here. And I believe, that personally, between you and me and the hole in the wall, I think that a lot mm-hmm. of this impeachment is political more than, but, you know, I leave yeah. that for Darrell Wood. But I think that's mostly what it's for. I think the problem that they, people really have with him uh, is the fact that he does not support a lot of liberal views. And so, right. yeah, so that's where we're at. But I'm, I'm dealing with the Bible. What you got for me biblically, Angela? I brought this up. It's the guy on AM 1340. I guess it's like a black liberal pastor. Mm-hmm. I think kind of like a hateful pastor, I guess. You know, I guess he hopes he get it. Well, I, I well guess those are the people I stopped listening to because politics has a, uh, a tendency, if people aren't careful, to cause them to throw away their religion. Now, at our church, in our men building men on the uh, third uh, uh, Friday uh, in uh, mm-hmm. February, we're going to be talking about uh, politics. Uh, the, uh, the church, politics, and the world. We will discuss it, but all of oh, our discussions... You write that down. Okay. Yeah, well, it's for women. You have to go to the women building women. They meet at that time, too. They probably talk about oh. something different. But you might see... We'll, we'll let you slip in and with the men if you want to, but that's what we're dealing with. And I make sure that what we talk about there are the issues. I'm tired of all this name-calling, cursing and swearing in politics. Just yeah, crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Well, thank you, Angela. Well, but this is serious. Though. Next week, we could have a new president. We, we, he was, he no, was we, right no, we, nobody says there. nobody says he's going to be impeached. <laughs> we got to wait and see what happens. Looks like he might not be. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, that number to call, area code 866-423-9578. We'll be right back as soon as we can. Don't go away, anybody who's holding on. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. Last week, we saw history made as President Trump addressed the annual March for Life in person. Yes, previous pro-life presidents had communicated support and had spoken to the March for Life in different forms, whether by letter, video, or by sending the vice president. But not one had showed up in person. And that's the point. It's no small thing that the president of the United States showed up in person at the March for Life. Previous presidents had considered the political calculus a bit too risky, wanting to keep a little bit of distance between themselves and the pro-life movement, especially this event. The fact that this president added to his pro-life record his appearance at the March for Life is epic for the cause of life. The precedent that has been set is worth highlighting as well. Future pro-life presidents will now be expected to show up at the March for Life. That, too, is really important for the cause of life. I'm Albert Moeller. Sponsored by ADF, Alliance Defending Freedom. Hello, friends. This is Pastor Emery Moss, host of Bible Talk. I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-500-5588. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-500-5588 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-500-5588 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-500-5588. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns, and that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Don't you give up on life, because once your life is over, you can't come back. Leave your mark. Help someone. Lift someone up when they're down. Be the strength for others when they're weak. And maybe when you're at the weakest point in your life, someone will lift you up. Because we all struggle. No one is immune to it. So keep fighting for it. Don't give up. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Let's go to Barbara in Sterling Heights. Hello, Barb. 
Hello, Pastor Moss. Yes. Hi. Hi. Yes. You know, I don't have a biblical passage to back up my thoughts on your second question. Okay. But I was feeling or thinking that possibly um, that the woman could be harmed because of Jesus's, I'm just going to say his energy. Um, She could possibly be harmed by touching him. Wow. You sound like a new ager. Jesus's energy. (laughs) Well, I didn't know what word, you know, I, I, You'll let me know if I'm wrong, so it's just a thought I was having. <laughs> well, it's all right to think. That's what the scriptures make us do. It causes us to think. Yeah. Uh, and then that's why hermeneutics is so important, which is the art of biblical interpretation and then the analogy of faith. In this case, Barb, what happens is the interpretation of words and what, what word, words mean is very important. Uh, and that's yes. what folks have to realize. We are using uh, typically an English Bible, which is good. I'm glad that it's translated into English, but the uh, New Testament uh, written in Greek. So therefore, we have to be careful uh, to make sure that we're getting the depth. In other words, what it says is correct, but there might be some depth, uh, depth to it that we miss in the English. For instance, when it says in uh, John and in chapter 20, verse 17, Jesus says unto her, touch me not, for I'm not yet ascended to my father. Okay. But go to my brethren and say unto to them, I ascend unto my father and your father to my God and your God. That touch is from the Greek word, Barb, called hapto. A hapto. H-A-P-T-O in English. What that word means is it could mean to touch, but it also means to cling. Do not cling on to something. So really, what this is saying in 17, Jesus says unto her, don't cling. In fact, if you look at some English versions, that's what they'll say. Uh, Don't cling on to me. Because could you imagine, what would you do if you saw Jesus Christ, who you just saw crucified, okay? You saw him raised from the dead. This is someone you walked with, you knew, you loved. You saw him. Mm -hmm. What would be the first thing you'd do? Yeah, run over. That's right. You'd run over and hug him. You might even jump on him and just hug him. (laughs) You wouldn't want to let him go. You would not want to let him go. And this is evidently what she did. It wasn't just touching him, going up and stopping and then touching him. She grabbed him, and she was just overjoyed with it, right? So that's why Jesus said, basically, and he didn't say it rudely to her, you know, stop clinging on to me, for I'm not yet ascended to my father. Uh, but go to my brother and send to them. I ascend to my father. And so he just said, I, I can't be here long. I've got to go to that. Not because he had yeah. to put his blood on the throne and all. Just he had to go. Don't attach. <laughs> right. Don't attach. And, and then he's going to, uh, you know, uh, uh, come back again. So he, he could not just spend all that time with her there. That That's what it's about. Yeah. So the word touch doesn't mean just well, to touch. It actually means not to cling to. And that's what she wanted to, to do. She, Yeah. He said, I got to go. I got to. Beautiful. I, yeah. Well, thank you. Thank but, you. I'm glad I called in because I, you never know. Well, and I'm, I'm not going to use the right words, so that's okay. <laughs> as long as I have someone there to correct me, then we're good. Well, you know, but all of us need correction when it comes down to this book. You know, we've got to study it. Yeah. We've got to recognize our hermeneutical rules. And then the thing to realize, uh, that one thing I love about theology is this, is that it's an endless study. I don't care how many degrees you yeah. get in it, what schools you go to, there's always something to learn in the Word of God. And so unless you're humble, never be you're, bored. that's right, you'll never be bored. And uh, if you want to keep learning, you got to stay humble. Thank you, Bob. 
Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Want to appreciate her call and and all of it. Let's go quickly to Phil. See what's on his mind. I'm trying to push him in. I'm having trouble. Um, Marcus, you told me. Let me see. Phil, how you doing, buddy? Hey, Pastor Moss. Good to talk to you. Thank you. Um, I uh, Barb stole my thunder a bit because <laughs> I I thought it was it um it could be that she would be harmed if she touched him, and. Now I, I definitely appreciate your answer because it sounds it sounds more plausible than mine, but I had thought um, if you think back to when the woman who had been bleeding uh-huh. and she merely touched Christ's clothes, he felt the power leave him and she was healed. Yeah, but she was healed, right? That's right. So it came right. uh, it and came from him. But remember, now, but what about when he was uh, when Peter? I mean, not Peter, but the doubting Thomas touched him. He touched no, the resurrected I'm, Lord. And too? I'm not, uh, but he had ascended to heaven by that point, hadn't he? Uh, let me see. He rose from the dead, and then, yeah, yeah, so it could have been. What would the difference be? Um, again, some sort of pure state but that. Could have been. No, I'm not saying I disagree with yours. Yeah. The, the other point that. But well, I tell you what, what I would I would believe in, if there's something in the Bible that said there was a pure state that he gained. Now, um, but I also think to when um, I want to say it was uh, Moses who wanted to see God's face, and God said, uh-huh. "No, I can't do that. I'm going to kill you." But he showed him from the rear instead. His, his receding so glory, definitely yeah. Something, yeah. There is definitely but, something about. But that's a difference God there. That is to be fatal. <laughs> that's right. But that's there. But that's dealing. That's different than dealing with the incarnation of Christ and the resurrection. But we'll talk Absolutely. about that more next time, Phil. I appreciate your call. And uh, if you call again, we'll continue this discussion. We only have a few minutes left. That always hurts me, Phil, because I want to talk to you longer. <laughs> appreciate you very much, and all of you callers. This is Pastor Mars. God bless you, and we'll see you next time. Sponsored by Bible Bootcamp Ministry. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.